Welcome back to Exquisitely Aligned, the podcast. I am excited today to have here with me the handsome and very talented and far-reaching Evan Johnson. He is the host and founder of The Path to Podcast Success, which I have recently been able to be a guest on his show and had so much fun with him in the time that we were together that I knew I needed to spend more time with him. And so here he is. I'm very grateful for having him here today. He also will, at the end, tell you a little bit more about what he loves to do besides podcasting, which is helping others get their word out to the world internationally, the world over, through his production, let me make sure it, Podcast Production Agency, which is run under the same name. So welcome, big warm welcome, Evan. Thank you again for joining me uh, and being with me again uh, two weeks in a row. I am delighted to have you here. And I was wondering if you could, in your own words, because I think it's so much easier, tell us about what you do. And I'm going to remove this necklace because clearly it's making a lot of noise. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you very, very much for having me and for your kind words. That was a pretty amazing introduction. You got me feeling all, you got me feeling special and excited. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And pretty much what I do is I host my podcast, which I was so very happy to have you on as a guest only last week. And so that is a lot of fun to do. And other than that, how I actually, uh, you know, pay the bills is I have a podcast production agency or it's a done-for-you podcast production service for entrepreneurs and business owners. And I will say, to those of you who are considering starting a podcast, it is exciting. It allows you to meet people that you may not have met. I may not have had this opportunity to chat with Evan and find what I thought was amazing, how many different levels uh, we were able to connect on last time and now today, probably even more. But also, I want you to know that it is a bit of work. And so to have somebody like Evan, to be able to take your ideas and put them into uh, fruition and make them align with who you are and your message and your brand and whatever else you know makes you unique, um, is something powerful. And I don't know too many people who offer the services that you do, Evan. So kudos for for having that all in one place <laughs> and in one space with somebody who's doing it successfully. That is, um, so to those of you listening, I want you to understand that that is a big thing. If you're thinking about podcasting, I definitely think before the end of this show, you need to contact him and we will let you know how to do that. So Evan, one of the things that I like to talk about, and we, I got glimpses of this when I was on your show, is invitations from life. I say the universe from the creator, the divine. I like to meet people where they are on that specific day. And I believe that there are at least two. There might be plenty more. I haven't um, noticed or figured out yet. And maybe you can help me if you know of some more. But I call them the first one, frightened and enlightened. I should say frightened and then in parentheses, then being in parentheses, enlightened. Because we have the choice to take something that frightens us, whether it be our health, our wealth, or in our relationships. Um, and 
we have the opportunity to then hopefully find the silver lining in what could be the enlightenment. And you shared something with me last week that made me think that you have one of those experiences. I was wondering if you could go ahead and, and share that with us as much or as little as you want to. And um, knowing you the way I've uh, intuitively connected with you, I have a feeling you took it to be enlightened. <laughs> yes. So I, I know exactly what you mean. And that is a cool way to describe it, right? Frightened and then enlightened. Because usually those kinds of enlightening moments only happen after incredible hardship or those kinds of frightening situations. Mm -hmm. That's what that's what you learn from. You know what I mean? And so, yes, I have very much had I'd say there have been two big ones in my life so far, uh, my adult life. And that would be when I got very sick back in 2019. And then when a a, a long relationship I'd been in ended unexpectedly forcing me to move across the country back to where family and friends are, um, where I'm still at right now, both of which mm -hmm. difficult situations, both of which I have absolutely no regrets around because it made me the person I am today. So I, I know exactly what you mean. My, I guess I'll start with when I got sick back in 2019, I had been working in, I had been doing this podcast production for some time at that point. And then I suddenly got uh, just really intense, like abdominal pain. I had to go to the ER a couple of times and was seeing doctors for a while. And I couldn't work for a number of months, mm -hmm. uh, re not really anyway. And so that really kind of put a pause on everything. And it's weird looking back because it almost feels like it never happened because I'm fine <laughs> now. But it's like, it, 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 it's difficult because... Well, th that to me was the thing that really gave me that perspective of life is short, right? Yes. I didn't, I, I wasn't going to die or anything like that, but there was like, you know, is it cancer? Is it this or that? Like those kinds of words were thrown around and those, mm -hmm. that's a pretty big deal. And so it very much gave me that appreciation for life while I can still live it. So I've been doing a lot of traveling and all of that fun stuff since then. And that has made a huge difference. Um, so I don't know if that answers your question, but it really helped me to take my life into my own hands and it really reinforced how much I love being an entrepreneur and why I'm, I am an entrepreneur and actually allowing myself to experience those benefits instead of falling into the kind of hustle trap where, you know, I wanted that more time and to be in control of my own time, but, you know, creating a job for myself that was even more intensive than another job, which a lot of entrepreneurs fall into that. So these experiences helped me not to get fall into that trap. So I don't know if that answers your question, but that that's kind of one of the biggest lessons I learned from that experience. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that it, you made me laugh when you said, you know, it almost feels like it didn't happen <laughs> because we, we do know how to, I think compartmentalize like, okay, that was horrific, but let's put it over here now and let's not revisit it for a while. Like let's stay in the happy side. And I mean, it's, it's such a blessing that you were able to come out of it and it feels like it, it didn't happen. And I mm -hmm. know that there are times where things are extremely traumatic and don't end as 
wonderfully as it did for you, right? And for my husband, because mine, as you, I think you know, was when my husband was waiting for a kidney transplant and uh, I was to be his donor and the surgeon uh, made some decisions that ended up meaning Mark needed a liver and a kidney, so I could not be his donor. And it just changed the whole trajectory of what we thought was gonna be easy. You know, um, he is very fortunate that he's alive with a kidney and a liver from a woman my age, my blood type who passed. But um, yeah, there are days where it feels like it never happened, but then when I see him undress and see his huge wilted crucifix <laughs> of, um, you know, scar, it's, it, I remember, you know, and it does, I love the fact that it puts things into perspective. And one of the things you said was now you're traveling a bunch and Mark and I and our kids even are avid travelers. And I think you have a trip coming up. So do you mind sharing that a little bit about that? Because oh, I yeah. think that traveling, I did a whole episode, two episodes on traveling and all of the benefits that we received. So I wondered if you could tell us where are you going? What are you looking forward to? And what do you find? I know three questions in one, huh? But, uh, <laughs> what benefits do you like? What do you find that travel does for you personally? Yeah, yeah. So this will be my in um, in March. I have my third new country in as many months. I hit Canada in January, Mexico in February, and now I'm going to be going to Turkey which is going to be very exciting. And I mean, really, I just, I travel because I, you know, you want to see the world, you know, I'm young. I have the ability to do that. Thanks to my business. I don't have to request time off. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And it's one of those things where, again, because of my experience with illness and all of that fun stuff, I, You can't take money with you when you die, no. right? I can't take this business with me when I die. I am very passionate about my business. I think it's doing a lot of good. It's really helping people get words out and like their message out, which is making a big impact. And to be a part of that is really exciting. And I couldn't do something for work that I wasn't passionate about. But at mm -hmm. the same time, my life is not, I don't live to work, right? I work to live. And so what does it mean to live, right? And to me, that means having experiences and actually living my life. And that means traveling and even just, you know, experiencing having experiences here in my home city, but also traveling. Um, and it's just, that's when you die, when I die, I'm, I, I won't be saying that I wished I got more clients or edited more podcasts or whatever. I'm going to be saying I wished I traveled more, spent more time with friends and family, all of that fun stuff. So that is what I am doing right now. And it's so um, it's so lovely to be looking at you because you are younger than I am. I like to think of I'm close to your age, but I'm probably not. I won't even ask you how old you are because then I'll go, <laughs> I'll go, I'll hang up and I'll be like, oh my god, I am so old. Uh, I'm Mark, pretty young, I was so. Watching, <laughs> we were watching a show last night and it said. Um, 40 is middle-aged. And I was like, 40 is middle-aged? Oh, my God. <laughs> Luckily, Mark will always be six years older than I am. So, you know, I can say he's the old man. I'm the younger version. But, you know, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, but I, I love hearing you say 
that you at your age value traveling and all of the benefits that you get from it and that you can separate your uh, I hate when I hear people say work life balance because I don't really think they take into account all the aspects of what I believe is life. It just doesn't mean you come home and you cook dinner and pay your bills and go to sleep and wake up in the morning. For me, it's about, you know, those opportunities for your vacation, for traveling, to be with your friends, to be with your family, to um, have a spiritual side if you're in, if you're open to it, to um, what else I'm forgetting, but your emotional journey, your, you know, how do you find pleasure and fun and mix that into your, into your world on a daily basis? Or like you said, per month, right? You're, you're getting out there seeing other countries and, and that I, uh, for those of you who can't see us on YouTube, I was clapping almost the whole time that he's been speaking and nodding my head. Yes, yes, yes. Because it is, it is, phenomenal. And um, so I applaud you for that, Evan, because we do, we spend money on what we value and we spend our time and our energy. Those are the three resources that I like to talk about on what we value. And, and sometimes life gets in the way, like when my husband was sick, probably when you weren't feeling a hundred percent, right? We, the focus changes, right? It, it's only natural. Our focus then becomes health and staying strong and I don't know, what whatever you needed to do, whether it be remedies or, you know, for me, physical therapy after a hip replacement, things like that. But then you have to sometimes take a step back. I know I did and wrote myself notes. What are the things I'm missing out on? You know, like, oh yeah, going to lunch with a friend, having a glass of wine with, you know, another couple at our house in the yard for sunset or making a, a vacation plan. So I've never been to Turkey. I can't wait for you to come <laughs> back. You have to send me a couple of pics if you don't mind while you're there. Oh, yeah. um, I know that shopping is fun. I know they, they do cool things with fabric from my fashion in background, but um, I'm sure that's not what you're going there to see, but you know, <laughs> as, you're, as you're walking down the markets, but uh, may you oh, travel yeah. safely and, and have a phenomenal time. So you mentioned being an entrepreneur and mm. it's something I'm very passionate about as well. And last time we were together, you had just mentioned a little bit that your mother had always supported you, has not had, but has and continues to support you in that. Do you mind sharing a little bit about that? Because I find that so exciting because I think oftentimes I have a 16 year old at home and mm. a 20 year old who's already in school college. But I think oftentimes parents want to make sure their child is able to support themselves, right? Eventually yeah. move out of the house, feed themselves and pay for their own airline ticket when you travel. Yeah. I, and I think because of that, oftentimes parents want to gear their child towards something what society believes is safe or we use the word should and that's another conversation we have to have too but i am so grateful to hear that your mother saw the entrepreneurship that you the qualities that you possess and that you're unique and that you have a voice and that you have the creative mind to help people to get their voice out um, so how, how was that? How did that unfold? 
how did she support you and and what does she do or what does she you know like to do oh yeah so my my mom has been an entrepreneur in one way or another for pretty much my entire life right and i always like she was yeah she had yeah, she's been an entrepreneur for pretty much my entire life and so i saw that when i was growing up she was always home uh she worked from home she would press uh, t-shirts because she had the first maternity t-shirt business where she'd have these shirts and they'd have these fun little phrases on them uh. for like pregnant mothers to wear right because so that was pretty cool and she'd be pressing shirts in the room that would become my bedroom one day it was always like a thousand degrees in there because she'd have all the presses in there and she'd be working away and i just remember you know i was a little kid and i remember that and she was always there i never had to take the bus to her from school she'd always mm -hmm. give me rides and if I ever needed anything, she was right there. And she came to all the school functions and she, she was just, again, always there. Mm -hmm. And so I grew up, you know, and she, she moved on doing different things. She's been an entrepreneur again in one way or another. Right now she's doing uh, coaching around marketing and chatbots and those kinds of things. Yeah. I, I believe she's more of an expert in what she's doing than I am. <laughs> but, uh, you know, fast forward to when I was in high school, and I was looking for some extra cash, like most high schoolers do. And she had a podcast at that time. And she saw me looking, you know, looking for some extra cash or just assumed, like, you know, he's getting to that age, probably looking, looking for something, right? <laughs> and so she was like, hey, you know, I have this podcast. I've been doing it all myself. If I teach you what the process is, how to, like, you know, edit the podcast, and if I paid you a little bit of money to do it, like, would you do it? And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, right? And then, so I do that for a little bit, and she was like, hey, you should do this for other people too, you know, and like charge them more. I was like, you can do that, really? She was like, yeah, mom, do it. Mom always gets the best price, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, so then she referred me my first real client, because yes, your mom doesn't really count as a client. And so I pretty much just took her from there, and she supported me and giving me advice and insights throughout the entire time. And remains a very valued client of course to this day um and so that's pretty much the story she never pushed me to become an entrepreneur mm -hmm. she never she didn't like try to she didn't do anything specific while i was growing up in order to get me to become an entrepreneur or anything like that i was really mm -hmm. just i just the thing that made the biggest impact was just seeing what her lifestyle was without her ever saying anything but just yeah. seeing i mean again she was always home my dad was, you know, she, you know, he'd, you know, wake up early in the morning, put the suit on, go to work, not come home until in the evening. And it's like, no right or wrong, but like, that sucks. You know, I'm not, I don't want to do that. Like, I yeah. see both and I'm like, well, Jesus Christ, if I had to pick, I mean, I know which one I'd pick. Come on. You know? So I picked that one and, uh, and ran with it. So that's, that's how she was able to support me in that. I love it. And it's true, you know, it's nice to be able to have that flexibility that your mom had the flexibility. Dad was gone all day and maybe he carried the health insurance. I don't know, you know, right. But, um, it, it is, I'll never forget. There was a night we were, it was a Friday night. We were eating sushi before our family of four. Gosh, we were living in Charlotte, North Carolina. Sonia must've been, I don't know, 11, maybe. And um, something came up about, you know, what do you want to do? Because we were talking about our son going to college. And our daughter and my husband had a mouthful of food. 
And she said, I want to be a YouTuber. And he like, you know, nearly choked and was, you know, like, you can't be a YouTuber. And so I said, no, wait a minute, wait a minute We're here. You know, uh, our daughter is, loves to be, you know, comes to life on stage. Uh, she's right now a competitive dancer, but she speaks two languages. She was born in Guatemala. And because of that, we put our son and daughter into a K through eight Spanish English immersion. So I felt like she could, she loves art. She could do art in Spanish and English for kids. You know, and she loves kids. She loves babysitting. I was like, there, you know, like, like your mom, <laughs> like the, the wheels start spinning of, you know, we don't have to or have to be, you should be an accountant. You should be whatever your parent is and follow in their footsteps. And I know last time we talked, uh, you said you're not fond of the word should. And I thought, oh yeah, mm -hmm. I like that. I wrote it down. Cause I was like, you know, I, I never said that before. For me, I call it the one size fits all life where, you know, dad's an accountant, then son should be an accountant. Dad's an engineer, son should be an engineer, you know, or mom's the engineer or the attorney, you know, and um, everyone always asks my kids, are you going to be a doctor like your dad? And they're like, no way. And then they look at us, do you, how do you feel about that? We're like, we're thankful they don't want to be like dad, you know, because it's, it's, it suits his personality. So I'd love to hear, Evan, when you said that uh, you're not fond of the word should, what do you mean or what experiences or however you want to answer that around the word should? Oh, yeah. I mean, I really, it, it definitely comes down to the fact that I, I hate the word should because <laughs> it's people telling other people how they should live, mm -hmm. right? And that's not okay. I mean, there's to use, you know, what you were talking about, it's like, I always find it funny when they like they look to the parents like, are you okay with this? Like, what do you mean? Are you okay with it? I'm not owned by them. Like, what, what do you mean? It doesn't matter if they're okay with it. Like, it doesn't matter, you know, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you know, because I remember I worked at my uh, dad had like the a tax, like accounting firm that my mm -hmm. grandfather started. And so I, you know, would work, you know, some tax seasons and work the front desk there or whatever for some extra cash. And every once in a while, the client be like, oh, you know, you're going to take over the business too. And it's like, ha, ah, no, <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, and there was never any negativity around it, of course, but like, it's just, it's people, I mean, it pretty much just comes down to that. I mean, people live their lives the way they want to live their lives. And so I definitely experienced a lot throughout school, um, my school career, high school and college, a lot of that, a lot of shoulds, a lot of shoulds and more, more like a lot of like, you don't need to meet a lot of other entrepreneurs really. Mm -hmm. Right. And so what I was wanting to do with the podcast editing, no one really understood that. Yeah. No one really understood that. And no one really supported that besides my mom. Mm -hmm. And so there came a point where I was like, screw this. You know, like, I don't, I, I never care too much what people think, but it's still difficult to move past that. Right now, if someone told me something about like how being an entrepreneur or whatever, it's not, it's not a real job or you can't do this or that with it or you should do this or that, I'd probably just laugh in their face like, all right, I'll see you in Turkey, buddy. Like, have fun <laughs> at your job. You know, what? who cares? Good luck. I'll send you a postcard, your freaking desk, you know, your cubicle. 
Enjoy yourself. Like, your I, pillow, I don't, yeah. Right. Under your yeah. fluorescent lights. Yes. Ah, yes. Uh, and the beautiful light of those fluorescent bulbs. While you're still at your desk, starving, yeah, right. and gone home for dinner. No, I, <laughs> I hear you completely. And, um, you know, I, for me personally, the people I've met over the 54 now years of my life that, um, that I felt followed the shoulds, you know, you should do whatever the scenario, whether it be in a marriage or you should do this in a career or with your kids. Um, they usually were unhappy or unsatisfied or unfulfilled. There was something that wasn't quite a hundred percent for them, you know, and, and maybe they, like you never let somebody tell them what to do in their career, but yet in their marriage, they followed what society believed or vice versa. And I love having a podcast because like you, we're able to get an idea out there that might change someone's way of thinking or seeing the world. So thank you for sharing all that you have on each of these topics because it's very important to me and I'm very passionate and um, I don't know the word, you know, it, it moves me when I hear other people be able to speak that, yeah, you know what I think it is sometimes the, the naysayer who is against like, what are you gonna, Evan, you can't do that. And you're like, watch me. At least that's what I would say. Like, okay, you don't believe it. Now I'm gonna do it tenfold, you know? And then the next naysayer, you're like, okay, I'm gonna do it a hundredfold. Cause you're like, but there is, there is, even though we don't maybe listen to it or let it bother us, I, I'm an energy sensitive person. I don't know if you are either too, Evan, but it's that energy of that, you can't, you know, it's that versus someone smiling and going, yeah, Evan, do it. I want to support you. I'm going to connect you with this person, or I want to be your first client and your second client, because I'm going to do two podcasts. You know, it, there, that for me, that energy can be a little like snuffing the flame of my heart. I don't know. Do you ever, would you describe oh, yeah. it that way? Or do you ever Well, feel you can that? feel it from someone, you know, you can feel from someone if they think what you're talking about is stupid or if they don't really believe yeah. in what you're doing. And that's very difficult. You know what I mean? To keep the, that spirit alive when you're getting that sense from everybody around you that it's not a good mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. I agree. And so I'm glad you do what you do, Evan. Any day someone uh, wants to tear you down, you can messenger me and I'll get on the call with you <laughs> and tell you otherwise. Because <laughs> I, I know I have a, a group of entrepreneurial friends that I can call and say, I'm having a rough day. I think I'm going to quit. Today's the day I'm quitting, you know? And anytime I say that to my husband, he's like, Oh no, you're no, no, you're not allowed. You know, so yeah, right. it's, it's important to have those, uh, people. Oh, in our yeah. lives. So I wanted to ask you about the other type of invitation, intimidated and intrigued. And, um, I think before we got on the call, I mentioned to you that this podcast for me was 50, 50 intimidating and intriguing. And I'll, I'll back it up because I don't think I told you this, but, um, Several years ago, while I was living in Charlotte, North Carolina, many people who didn't know each other at different times told me I should have a podcast. And I said, no way. 
no way in hell do I want to do that, you know? And then here I came to California during a pandemic. It was nuts. August, uh, we arrived in a hotel with two German shepherds, three cats, two kids, and a husband in two hotel rooms. I think it was a hundred degrees here. It was, uh, it was a very warm August and we had to wait, uh, I think it was 16 days in the hotel room before the house was ours. And, uh, it was nuts, but, Shortly after moving here, a friend of mine said, and again, talking about energy being different, you should have a podcast. And I went, oh, this time I liked the invitation. I felt it was intimidating and intriguing. Therefore, I felt there was power behind it. So has there been at least one, if not more, invitations that you felt that way, that maybe even you're, you're contemplating now, and if so, what did you, you know, what were they, what did you do and how did it turn out? Yeah. Well, to be honest with you, intimidating and intriguing. I mean, to me, it was also starting my podcast <laughs> because I grew up very introverted, very shy. It was Are you always, kidding? No. Oh, yeah. No, I'm okay. not. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Okay, I was very is, shy. Okay. This is very interesting. You, wait, okay. I've got to picture you that way. So at what age would you say you were shy? Uh, up until I started a podcast. Are you kidding? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not kidding. It, okay. Yeah, no, I was, I was, okay. it was always terrifying if I had to raise my hand in class or speak in front of the class or I was always very much a wallflower at parties or networking events or whatever. Uh, but then I started a podcast and yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm close. What's up? Oh yeah, wow. I, I I'm pretty close to 300 episodes, and after having to meet 300 people for the first time, conduct 300 conversations with 300 people that I'm meeting for the very first time, it's kind of a sink or swim moment, right? Yes. Either you are terrified of it, or you and you stop doing it or, or you keep doing it, you know? <laughs> and so to be honest with you, I would classify myself now as more of an extrovert, both on the podcast and off just in my personal life, mostly because of podcasting. I think that it's a very, very interesting side effect that I did not intend at all when I started it. Cause I only started it because I mean, I've run a podcast production agencies and I kind of mm -hmm. need one. Right. And so I, it was like, it was necessary. It was absolutely necessary because otherwise, I mean, you know, if you're a coach, you have a coach. If you're, you know, if you're a financial manager, you're probably shouldn't be broke. If you're, you know, I wouldn't hire an overweight fitness instructor. So I wouldn't be too much of a podcast producer if I didn't actually have my own podcast. So I needed one and I knew that. And so I started it and I just hope anyone listening does not go back and listen to my first episodes. Please listen to the recent ones. <laughs> so yeah, that was what was very intimidating for me when I started that. Well, that, that is, um, so that, that is very, I am, I am uh, speechless because <laughs> meeting you last week for the first time, right? We, we exchanged messages through messenger and yeah. then getting on the camera and meeting you. I was like, Oh, we're going to have fun. You know, I just yeah. could see in your, in your, um, in your energy, your, your face, your smile, your eyes, 
that I was like, oh yeah, we're going to have a great time. We could probably talk for three days and not be finished, uh, you know, <laughs> talking, uh, at least oh, yeah. that's how I felt, you know? Yeah. But, um, so for me, it, I'm going to just share this. If for me, it wasn't, uh, how do I talk to people and what do I talk about? Because I was shy, uh, more so like elementary school, middle school, um, and it, my mother was always talking to strangers, you know, like we'd be in line at the grocery store and I'd be like, who are you talk? Do you know this woman? My mother said, no, I'm having a conversation with her. I was like, leave her alone. Now my kids do the same thing to me. Like this person doesn't want to talk to you. And I say to them, if the person doesn't want to talk to me, they'd walk away or they'd tell me they don't want to talk to me. I'm pretty sensitive in, in body language. I can get you know, I know when somebody's not interested in chatting. And I think most people crave deep conversation. And that because of our lovely devices, our cell phones, and so forth, oh, yeah. we don't always get to have these conversations like you do in a podcast. At least that's how I feel. But the intimidating part was, oh my gosh, where do I start? And what do I have to do? Which is what your company yeah. does for everyone, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, and it's, you know, it's, um, it's so funny. I mean, it really is. That's It's a fear that a lot of people have. It's a fear that I had, right? Being able to introduce myself to a new person and have a conversation like that. But it is, in my opinion, absolutely necessary, at least for me, because that's, you know, life begins outside your comfort zone. Yes. And you need to be able to meet new people. Otherwise, you're just going to be stuck in your house all day, <laughs> just alone. And that's not fun. <laughs> no, for me, that would, would send me off to the insane asylum. I love my yeah. home. I decorate it in a way that supports me energetically. But I definitely need to get out and have different conversations. And I think that especially with traveling the way you do, being able to have a podcast and meet new people all the time, several in a week, you then hear, hey, meet me at my house in Turkey, which not me, because I don't have a house in Turkey. I've never been there. <laughs> but right, you know, uh, and I'm going to tell you the next time you're in my area, I hope you look me up because I'd love to, oh, you no. know, um, have a drink and, and food with you if you're open to it. But it's, oh, yeah. I, you are right. We meet so many cool, interesting people. The conversations go in so many different directions, but all for me, positive. I think it's the same for you. And um, so you have me, I'm going to hang up with you and still be laughing. I'm going to tell my whole family that I never would have guessed in a million years that you were introverted right prior to starting this business. I am still floored. So yes, you definitely said yes with three <laughs> exclamation marks to being intimidated and intrigued. And and for that, I thank you for saying yes and sharing that because, um, you know, sometimes people feel like, oh, I don't want to tell people how frightened I was to get on the mic and, you know, start speaking to complete strangers who then become your best friends, right? Yeah, right. So, um, Evan, I want to respect your time. And I do want to pull a card if you're open to it from the opening to possibilities deck. Um, they're just kind of questions for me they're conversation starters i know i don't need a conversation card to have a conversation with you because you're just so fun but <laughs> if you don't mind just tell me when to stop and i'll i'll pull a card oh okay yeah uh yeah so i'll start out. hang on go ahead 
Okay, yeah. I, I, I guess there you go, now. There now? Okay. So it's praise, and uh, I'm going to give you praise. Kudos, kudos, <laughs> kudos for being who you are, for becoming healthy again and being able to continue your, your journey in your podcast oh, yeah. and um, in your production business. So the card says, uh, I'll hand, hold it up, praise. Mm. Praise is an exchange of love between the giver and the receiver. And three questions you can pick one to answer. And if you don't like this one, we have 41 others. When you, <laughs> when have you been praised? How naturally does it come to you to receive praise? That's a big one. How likely are you to praise others? Mm, and you can answer okay, whichever one or all of them. I will have to say, I think that second question is very, very intriguing because that was actually something I was, when you said praise, I was, I was thinking about like, a lot of people are very afraid of praise, right? Mm. And I, I, I like being praised. I mean, you just praised me like 20 seconds ago, which was very sweet and nice, and I appreciate that. Um, and I'm very, very easy to, like, I praise other people very easily because a lot of people don't praise themselves. Yes. And they Say don't. Say that one more time. <laughs> a lot of people do not praise themselves when it is very much justified for them to do so. Um, people deserve praise, you know? You see that a lot. Someone accomplishes something. Someone acknowledges that accomplishment. And then the person in question is like, oh, no, no. You know, they, they dismiss it or they say this or that. And I'm like, no, shut the hell up. Like, just accept the compliment. Right. You know? Like, I, it's I okay to kids, accept the compliment. Right. I tell my kids it's, it, it's your place to say thank you. Because when you don't, you know, like when you brush it off, like, oh, no big deal. I realize sometimes we get maybe embarrassed that we're like being acknowledged, uh, especially if we're shy or introverted, right? Oh yeah. But when we when we snub, is the way I like to think of it. You know, somebody who gives us praise, it's like we're telling them they're wrong, or they're the like, uh, what are you talking? You know what I mean? Like the, uh, I'm I'm losing my words, Evan. You could probably fill them in, but like we're we're discounting what they their belief or their you know, and I also have found over the years of my life that for some people, it's hard for them to praise others. Not only, like you said, praise themselves, like look in the mirror or walk past the mirror and say, oh, I look good today, or I feel good and, and it shows in how I look, or, you know, oh, I'm so glad I just finished that interview with Evan. I had so much fun on his show. You know, I do that. I went to my husband and my daughter and at dinner, I said, that was a fun interview. I had a great time. You need to meet him, you know? And so um, it's funny. I should pull praise right after I had just praised you. So that was um, very funny. But I I agree with you completely. And um, so thank you for everything. I'd love to ask you to share with us, and I'm going to put it in the comments, um, how people can easily connect with you. Mm. So I am uh, pretty easy to reach. I have a website, pathtopodcastsuccess.com, that has all the information there. I'm also active on Facebook, Evan Johnson uh, is who I am on Facebook, and then Instagram as well, Evan Johnson Podcast on Instagram. Um, and that those are the best places to get in contact with me and check out more about what I'm doing. Awesome. And do you have 
any you know advice you'd like to give or any last words and you know it could be more than one thing of advice whatever anything else that we didn't get to touch on because really i could talk to you for hours but i i do know you have a life (laughs) (laughs) and you have a trip coming up so i need to give you time to you know pack those bags and prep Yeah, my, my trip style is pretty casual. I'll be packing my de- bags probably the day before I leave. You know what I mean? We have a flight booked, and that is it. Other than that, we're just seeing what happens. That's my preferred way well, to do it. Well, that's not the way I travel, but I'm glad you travel <laughs> that way. I start a few days in advance because I forget things. Oh, yeah, what if it's hot? What if it's cold? Yes. Yeah, so. Yes, and otherwise, I just really appreciate the opportunity to come on the podcast today. You are an absolutely incredible host, and it has definitely been a a blast to come on the show. As far as advice goes, I mean, hey, I mean, I may be biased, but start a podcast. That's my advice. (laughs) Yes, I think it's really important when, I mean, that's what Exquisitely Aligned is all about, is us expressing our truest version of ourselves and expressing it outwardly, not just in your home, behind, you know, closed doors, or not just with your, you know, your closest knit people, but everywhere you go. And the easiest way I know now how to do that is through a podcast. So awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Evan. You're so delightful. I hope you do come visit me soon. But uh, I know it'll be after your um, vacation and may you travel safely and um, enjoy seeing another part of the world and how people live and express themselves. And I'm going to be expecting pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, 100%. Thank you for such an incredible interview today. Thank you. Till next time, be exquisite.